It's just leading. It's your boy D. I'm sorry. Sitting in a homeroom with Boots. Class now in session. Yo, so what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is episode number 205, and I got with me my guy, Surface Gray. What's going on, bro? What's good? What's good, man? I'm good, man. I'm blessed to be here. Uh, appreciate the opportunity for real. Uh, man, man, hey, I appreciate you coming through, bro. Um, so as you informed me earlier, earlier we met on Clubhouse. I ain't even know. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, Clubhouse, man. Shout out Clubhouse. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of great relationships made. Like I'm still cool with a lot of people from um Clubhouse, and that was like three years ago. And like I was saying earlier, really like when 2021 came and like things started getting back to like mm-hmm. normal, I kind of like got off of Clubhouse and like you know started really just moving for real and networking in person and everything. But, you know, I'm still cool with everybody that I uh, made friends with on there. So, yeah, shout out Clubhouse. Yeah, man. Clubhouse. Good old Clubhouse days before it got mm-hmm. super ignorant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I be, I be seeing now, like, just 21 Savage Rooms and niggas <laughs> just acting a fool up in there and all of that. I'm just like, ah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I ain't got time. Because my thing, my, my number one thing with that, and then we'll, we'll move forward, is that like when when you're focused on your craft and you're grinding, like that room ain't doing nothing for you. Sitting in the audience listening to that is not exactly. See, yeah, like it was cool in the pandemic because you know we all had that time and you could just sit there and kind of like you know plug your stuff in different rooms and this and that. But like networking in person is just different. Like just since I've been you know getting outside and doing it now, like it's really I really see like the impact it's making, like especially on my career. So. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. So you are an artist, producer, songwriter, and a future DJ. I, I, I see what you did down there. I see what you yeah. did. <laughs> I had to plug myself there. Shameless plug. Right, right, for sure, man. So um, what did you start doing first? Oh, great question. So um, of course, first I started like rapping. Um, when I was a little kid, they used to call me the freestyle king because um, in Houston, man, freestyle is just it's culture to us, like. Mm-hmm. You just park the car at the Waterburger parking lot. Like I remember high school. Waterburger. <laughs> yeah, Waterburger parking lot. We up in there freestyling, you know what I'm saying? Doing things. So I really I really started just like freestyling when I was younger, but then like it hit me like fifth, fifth or fourth grade, like fifth grade. I was like, damn, I should start writing down all these dope raps I got. Like, cause people are like, oh, this this was that was a cold line, this and that. So I'm like, man, let me write these out so I can remember them. And I started writing them and then uh yeah, because um beat making then actually coming to later, like Mm-hmm. college yeah college is when i started making beats for real 2019 and um mm-hmm. I, it's funny though because like if you look at my notes i got notes from like all the way to 2016 and even before wow. i'll always be like sample this sample that da, 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 this and that but i didn't actually start like producing for real until i um my homeboy he went to uh loyola some of day state of mind and um mm-hmm. do trips out there because he could get us free studio time at his school and i seen his producers West Monroe, shout out my homie West Monroe, and then his other producer, Chris Hayes, and, like, seeing them, like, actually putting their hand on the board and doing, I'm like, yo, like, I need to be doing this. And so that's that's what gave me the expression, like, okay, like, let me really start producing for real. So, yeah. Okay, okay. And then, um, so I, I seen, um, so I'm just, I'm just going based off. So when did you drop your first actual, like, song that people could actually listen to that was, like, your song? Word. So I dropped my like first actual song in 2020. Uh, I believe it was because I felt like I didn't find my sound yet as an artist, 
But I felt like mm -hmm. as a producer, I felt like pretty comfortable. So I actually started dropping like songs I just produced first and like collaborate with other artists. I think my first one was mm -hmm. with my homeboy, uh, Sly Connors. Shout out to him. It was okay. uh, called uh, Thinking, Thinking Interlude. Yeah, it was a little, just a little short little interlude. I just went to put some out and uh, he did that. Oh no, actually, I'm Cap. I'm Cap. <laughs> crazy. No, no, no. It's crazy. So this was on accident. I ran, I did like this, like kind of like a flip, kind of took a, uh, took a beat and like flipped it. And I just threw it out on, um, on platforms. It's called She Knows. And funny enough, that's like my most streamed song, like, like lo-fi playlists and stuff like that. People like that, they eat that up. And I'm just like, it's just random to me. Cause I'm like, bro, I just threw that out. Like, but yeah, She Knows was actually the first one. That's, that was the first one. Look, as somebody that consumes a lot of lo-fi, like I listen to it at work. It gets me through my work day. Yeah, like, man. Does. like I have a whole lo-fi playlist and that's that's like all that runs and it's just like it's just smooth mellow so keep me mellow and smooth like you know what I'm saying like no pun intended uh but that's funny like it's funny you say that because like I was just wondering like yo why is this like I done got these other cold turn up songs these other songs this and that and, like this is the one but like like you said bro like I had to think like it's a whole like YouTube channels dedicated just to lo-fi and they got millions of plays just from you know what I'm saying? That so like, yeah, man. And I definitely I think about it too. Cause like I'm a um like Jay Dilla, one of my favorite like producers ever, probably my goat. Um mm -hmm. I was, like Pharrell and Neptunes. Um like when I like in like my like head a lot or I'm like overstressed or something, I just need to like get away. I listen to like Jay Dilla beats. So like it makes sense, like the lo-fi like wave and it's just crazy seeing like the community like it has now because like back then people be like oh you just you know what i'm saying let's be but like it's a whole bunch of like people that really do that and like like you say it's hella playlist just dedicated to that sound so respect to that yeah yeah man it's it's like it's like a whole community because there's a youtube channel that i follow and like i'll go i'll go listen i'll go like into this live stream and like mm -hmm. there's mad people in there all day all night so I might, I might, I might stop in there like at 8 a.m. when I first start work and I'll have it going or whatever. And then I'll go to another YouTube playlist. Man, if I come home and I turn that mug on, there's still people in there 24 hours a day, globally, worldwide. And like, honestly, that's, that's slicker, you know what I'm saying? Slicker in, that's like a content avenue that a lot of people, like, if you got enough music, you got enough beats, you know what I'm saying? And you can rock out. Like, like look into it. Facts. Because like... <laughs> Where you say that, like, I've been submitting, like, songs from my last project and, like, playlists has not been showing it love, but my lo-fi stuff or, like, any beats like that, like, that's the stuff that gets the most love. So that's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Because, I mean, honestly, honestly, anyway, 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 we can, we can go forward. We can go forward from that. So, <laughs> so, okay. So you dropped your first project in 2021, and that was called Perfect Timing. So like what was what was the what was the thought process in in perfect timing? So it's actually perfected timing because I perfected I, feel like, time. I can't yeah. bro, that's the glare, bro. I promise you, I promise no, you, good, I can man. read. Good. I promise you I can read. <laughs> nah, it's not good, it's not good. Um yeah, because like I feel like perfect timing was cliche because like I feel like we still as we go, like we're trying to perfect this thing. So I call it perfected timing. Cause like like you said, we we was just fresh out of the pandemic. It just felt like it was no other time. I feel like for forever, I was like, oh, I'm going to finally drop this music. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But I was waiting on the perfect time. But it's like, it's no perfect time for real. So 
that's why I was like, you know what, let me just get it out and, and drop this. And so, yeah, that, that was that was really the inspiration around that. And then, like, I kind of, like, built, if you look at all the tracks, all the names and everything, mm-hmm. they coincide with, like, time. Like, the last track is called Hourglass. Um, mm-hmm. I got a song on there called Love is Timeless. Like, it's all concepts of time. So Yeah, yeah. Calendar. Yeah, uh, calendar. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Digital, I'm, I'm assuming you're referring to a digital cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you listen yeah, to it. Yeah. Time sensitive. <laughs> like It's literally, like, the funny thing about digital, I made it the intro. It literally sounds like you're starting the day. Like, it hit. it's like a sound where you, like, hit the digital clock, like you waking up and starting. So, yeah, like, yeah, all, all concepts of time. Okay, for sure, for sure. You, do you, 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 mind, you mind if I play a little bit of the... the oh, yeah, no, It's crazy. I ain't heard it in a minute, so... Yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all can go, y'all can go get the rest of that. Y'all can get the rest yeah, of that. In the link, the link is gonna be in the bio. I'm gonna link to that. I'll link to that. But I see what you're talking about. Like it, it has the. Yeah, you literally starting the day off like yeah. For sure, for sure. All right. So then, um, after that, after that, we got uh, what is that? What is that? Then your next project was overdue. Yep, overdue. Yeah, yeah. So, so I I know overdue. Overdue was kind of like kind of like more of an EP, you know what I'm saying? But still a still a yeah. full project, you know. Um, yeah. it was released in 2022 in August. Yeah. Uh, so what, what was your what was the mindset behind that? So really, overdue really is like a tape, but like I couldn't clear all the beats because I use like famous people beats, like beats from like people like I took beats from people's beat tapes and stuff. And, um, and use them. So, like, if you go to SoundCloud or like YouTube, it's like a full project, the full length tape. But um, of course, on out, uh, you know, streaming, I can only put so many on there. But mm-hmm. um, the process over that, so like, like I said, with perfected time, and that just felt like okay, I need to get some off. But as perfected time, and that's just me as a producer. Like, it wasn't my work as an artist. Overdue felt like because people like, oh, Nigel, you rap, you da 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 da, this and that, blah 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 blah. And I let this, and I'm like, dang, bro, like, when am I going? You know what I'm saying? And for the longest, like, just with my sound as an artist, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I had it. But I was like, you know what? I just need to put it out. Like, Evan, like, what's the worst that can happen? You know what I'm saying? At worst, like, people don't like it. Okay, cool. But if not, somebody will like it. So I was just like, it's overdue. Like, I'm. it was time to drop at that point. Because I'm like, bro, like, it's 2022. I'm not getting younger. Like, yeah. put some out. And, um, yeah, that was kind of the process with, uh, with overdue. Oh yeah, I feel that. I feel that, man. And that that place where you like you're sitting on something for so long, and then it's like, you know what? Let me just go and put it out, and then it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if if people rock with it, they rock with it. If they don't, they don't. Um, I feel that. Like I feel that 110. Uh, yeah. So then, so then we got your most recent project, which was also in 2022. And I I, I do want to commend you for being consistent. Okay. Like you've been you've been steadily putting stuff out, whether whether it was not a project, there's been singles somewhere in between all of this stuff going on. And like I, I admire consistency. Like I do, because that means this person gonna be here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like no matter what, whether I'm here or not, this person gonna be here. And that's yeah. good. Um yeah. and so you got your project overcast. Okay, so what 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 inspired overcast? So um, I always knew, like, I was going to have, like, 
uh, a pro like one project where like it play off of the other. So like another thing with Overdue, if you listen to Overdue, it's more that chill like night vibe. That's why like the cover, if you look at the cover, it's like dark. It's more like black. But like if you look at the Overcast cover, it's in the daytime and it's like the clouds and everything's like Overcast. So mm -hmm. like I said, I feel like okay. After Overdue, I was like, okay, I finally got this one project out. Like, let's keep going. So Overcast is me like flooding, flooding the streets with music and everything. But also, funny enough, I got a broadcast background because like people don't know. Originally, like before this music stuff, like I wanted to be like a, a, on the radio and everything. So I was like, yeah, I feel like I had like if I was like a bigger artist or anything, these will all be like radio hits on that project. So I was like, I'm gonna make my own radio station. So that whole Overcast is like. It's my own radio station, essentially. And I got my homeboy, Khalil. Shout out Khalil Amani. Y'all go check him out. That's my dog. Mm -hmm. uh, he had a radio. I always tell him, I'm like, bro, you got a, like a radio voice. Could you be like the narrator, basically, essentially for my, uh, well, the radio host, essentially, for my radio station for Overcast? And he was like, yeah. So came to him with an idea. He helped me execute it. And yeah, man. So yeah, I essentially created my own little radio station, like my own little Pandora. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So so um, one, one, so I, I noticed that like there's there's three main favorites to everybody diamond baby blue and wins and losses my yeah. personal favorite is diamonds that that's that's yeah. my favorite yeah shout out diamond man that's, that's a good joint right there Yeah, yeah, man. That 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 like, cause I was listening to it, like I, I had it on the headphones. Doom, 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 doom. Cause after the yeah, intro, yeah. after the intro ran through, and he did he he did his thing that um yeah. your homie did. He did his thing, and then you you like rapped a little bit, and then it was like went back to the broadcast, and then this came on. I was like, I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, shout out um one of my favorite producers, Ashton McCray. Um, so cool. He he had like a pack, cause um he has like a YouTube channel and um. I've been following him for a minute because like he he just I, I get like a lot of his beats a lot because he on the same vibes I'm on just really mm -hmm. like wavy and um I had that sitting in the pack so I had the idea for a minute I was just like da 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 ooh da 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 ooh like I had the voice memo for that but um that was mm -hmm. actually one of the last few songs we ended up recording for the project and um I came my homeboy David um heard it he was like yo this is crazy bro let me let me hop on I'm like shoot you know what I'm saying? You know, it's them to collab with the homies. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's definitely one of them joints. I, a lot of people be telling me like, yeah, we love Diamond. So yeah, I love that joint. That's a good record. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, man. Um, And then, um, so uh, what's your what's your personal favorite of the, of, the, of the project? Man, this is a good question. So for me, I'm a person like with life, just depend on what I'm going through. That's gonna inspire what I'm listening. Mm -hmm. So like it fluctuates. So like when if when the project first dropped, logo freestyle was my favorite. But then okay. after a while, it became special. But as of lately, because I've been performing it more often, Watchmen, and like mm -hmm. I I separated like because okay, so my whole another purpose of Overcast because you know we was fresh out the pandemic, things were starting like get back to normalcy. So like. Mm -hmm. Overdue, I was talking about more real topics. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I got a song called Reparations. 
You know, I'm talking about like how, you know, the cops killed Breonna Taylor and like, you know what I'm saying? I was just talking about more real life shit on there. Mm -hmm. So Overcast, I was like, you know, this is more like, we we finally outside, let, let me make some party music, some stuff we can just have some fun to. But I separated like, um, you know, like party music, like the first four tracks. And I got like my chill ambient tracks for like the next four. But then that last four is like the motivation workout uh, tune. So uh, Watchmen mm -hmm. is uh, one of them songs like, you know, the hook go money on my mind, steady on my grind. That's all the time. And like literally anytime I play that mm -hmm. in the car, like I get that feeling like, bro, like I'm on, I'm on a mission. Like I'm on, a, I'm out to get it. So like anytime I hear that, I instantly like just get like a sense of motivation. So yeah. uh, I'll probably say Watchmen, man. I just I just performed it last night at this performance and it went up. So yeah, I'm, I'm probably say Watchmen right now. Okay, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, man. It's probably and gonna change in like two weeks. <laughs> dang, in two in two weeks. So I see you got a um. So you got a new single out called Rock Out, right? Yeah, Rock Out, Rock Out. Rock out. So so okay. So what's what's the, what's the inspiration? Ah, the inspiration, man. You know. Sometimes I just be feeling like a rock star for real. Like, okay. <laughs> I be, I be, uh, like, I be telling people like, cause they be thinking like, most of my music be chill, right? But I be like, but yeah. I can turn up too. So you know, uh, my homeboy Chris Hayes. Funny enough, I throw like artist camps, and so we did an artist camp back in October. That was the very first one, and um, he uh pulled up. He played the beat. It's actually two beats. So he played the special beat that would end up over Overcast, and then he played this beat, and um. I heard it and I was instantly like, you know, you just hear one of them and you like, yeah, like this is crazy. So instantly I was like, yeah, I'm gonna hop on that for sure. But like, I wanted to originally put on Overcast, but it didn't really fit with like, yeah, because I tell people a lot too, I'm a project artist. So like, most of the music I make is gonna reflect and really sound well together all in the yeah. cohesive package. But that mm -hmm. one, like, it kind of just stuck out like a sore thumb. So I was like, you know what, let me just make this a single I'm gonna drop next year. And yeah. yeah, bro, that's how I got Rock Out. I feel that. I feel that. And that that and that makes sense. That makes sense because Rock Rock Out is its own separate vibe from what's yeah. on Overcast. Like it yeah. really is. Yeah. Um dang man. Yeah, rock star stuff, man. Like I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, but like the thing about it, like I'm rocking out too, but I'm talking about like real life stuff on there. Like I got a bar on there where I'm like, um, you know, uh, talking about how I felt like my degree was worthless because, like, you know, I came home after the pandemic and um, couldn't find no jobs in radio for real and everything. And so I'm just talking about, like, some real life stuff on there. But, like, I'm also just supplying the vibes. Like, if you just want to, like, moss to it. Like, I, I performed mm -hmm. it at places and, like, people not really listen to lyrics. They could just bob their head and just, you know what I'm saying, go crazy and stuff, too. But, like, if you actually listen to lyrics, too, you like, oh, he, like, he talking that talk, too. So, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense, man. And honestly, it's man, man, yeah, man. Like that that piece that you talked about, where you're talking about, like there were really no jobs in radio. Like I really, I really like wanted to go back to that, go back to radio, because I used to do radio myself, mm -hmm. and I wanted to go back to it. And then I was just like, I one there wasn't really jobs there, and two, I had to really think about like for myself, right? I'm like, if I if I go back to that, like I won't be able to talk the way that I talk on my 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 yeah. platform, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd I'd have to like make sure I can't I can't say this and I can't say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, the internet's the wild wild west. You can almost say anything. Yeah, and especially nowadays, everybody got a podcast or something. So, like, you know what I'm saying? If you could create your own platform, that's really that's really the move, honestly. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, man. Um, 
So I guess I guess my next question is like what what um what else can people expect from you? Like, are you finna start start dropping music videos? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, man. So um, visuals are on the way. My 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 three big goals this year was tours, visuals, merch. So I got tour down. I'm touring in May. Um, May fourth at Warehouse Live in Houston. Then Cinco de Mayo, San Antonio. I'm in Dallas on May six after that, and then May seventh in Austin. If y'all uh, Y'all in any of those cities and y'all see this, you know what I'm saying? Just click the link in my bio. My link tree is right there. So doing that, um, working on visuals too. Um, visuals coming mad soon, like mad soon. Cause like also I told uh we talked about consistency earlier. I made yeah. it a, a goal. I'm dropping every month this year, whether it's a single or a project, just that consistency. Cause like that time period from perfected timing to overdue, I didn't drop nothing for like six months, and I felt like 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 that's unacceptable waiting, making my fans wait that long. Cause like I always got, mm-hmm. I'll be in the studio all the time. So like I got something I could put out, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, it might not fit with a project or nothing, but I could just, you know what I'm saying? Drop it as a single, a little Lucy. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm dropping every month this year. So stay tuned in if it's a single or a project. I got some, I got some fire stuff on the way, man, to say the least, even like I'm getting back into uh producing again i'm working on my produce my next producer project because you know i done did uh two two uh artist projects now so i'm like okay let me let me get back on this producing wave too and um i just love collaborating mm-hmm. with artists like the collaborative process that's like my favorite part of music for real so yeah man i'm i'm i'm, I'm locked and loaded I'm, I'm driving a lot of stuff this year so yeah. oh yeah for sure man so yeah hey all his links will be his link tree is gonna be in the bio of this video on the description box excuse me ain't no bio the description mm-hmm. box, uh, in the description of this video uh you'll be able to see it right there man um is there anything you want to leave the people with oh uh, man i just appreciate y'all man if y'all if anybody's ever taken the opportunity and just taking the time out their day to listen to my music that mean the world to me like for real because like i just was looking the other day um uh, you know my um I had like what like 10 listens in Poland. I'm like, bro, that's crazy, bro. Like I'm a kid from Houston. I couldn't even imagine touching the other side of the world like that. So like I truly appreciate it, like from the bottom of my heart. And um, like I said, man, more music is definitely on the way. We cooking up uh like crazy. Uh like I said, tour up in May. Very excited about that. Very, very excited about that. Like that's such a blessing. I'm ready to uh rock it. Uh I don't know, this probably be out later, but um gonna be you know i got some shows coming up in some different cities too like i'm gonna be mm-hmm. Austin next week and uh yeah man we just we just gonna keep going keep uh keep pushing this thing hard and uh yeah don't be afraid to, to follow me on uh, at surface gray s-u-r-f-a-c-e-g-r-e-y just exactly like that um, everywhere youtube uh instagram twitter tiktok uh same with my music spotify audio mac Bandcamp. um Amazon is like whatever you name it, I'm on there. So yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, man. So yeah, y'all make sure y'all go tap in with him. This has been episode 205 of the Home Room with Smooth Podcast. We out.